Hi everybody, just on a technical note, I would like to apologize in advance for any quality distortion in my microphone during this episode. Uh, there were some technical issues, but there were some real golden nuggets within this podcast, and we did not want to let that one go for you guys. So I hope you can oversee that, and thank you for understanding in advance. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the Freelancer Podcast. I'm Johannes. And I'm Carl. Together, we talk about freelancing and marketing nuggets for web developers. In this episode, we're going to be discussing the different types of income for freelancers. Let's get started. Wow, so there are so many different types of ways that one can make money in this world. So, with that in mind, we're not going to be talking about cleaning your granny's flat and getting an extra $5 for that. No, no. We're going to be talking specifically in this podcast for freelancers that do web development. So the skill set that you have required or acquired already now to build websites, to do online marketing, SEO, we're going to specifically tailor this to you. So we are not going to be talking about investing. We're not going to be talking about house flipping or or renovations because that is not a that is not for us right now. So let us get right into it. There are going to be three different things we're going to be dis- discussing. It is going to be the obvious ways of making income, and then the more passive income or avenues that you can have, and then the last one we're going to talk about another set of income that you can focus on. So, Carl, take us into the obvious ways of making income for freelancers. I'm just a little bit disappointed that you didn't mention that freelance developers can't rob a bank as a one-source income. (laughs) 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 But no, look, in all seriousness, the one-source is pretty simple. Let's face it, you are a web developer, you're creating websites. And that's exactly how I got started creating websites as a one-source. So the pricing may vary, and we're not going to go into that, that detail. We elaborated in that on episode 003 on the pricing side but as a general rule it might be if you're starting out a thousand dollars up to let's say eight thousand dollars for like a higher more value project then we're moving on to the more exciting bit here and that is retainer income and in my view this is one of the best incomes for a developer why because would you rather prefer a once-off income for a website, let's say a $5,000 project, which is awesome, or would you rather prefer $1,000 per month on retainer? For me personally, I would prefer the retainer. And what exactly do we mean by retainer? What you are doing is you are offering monthly services to the business. And some of the best ways you can do is you can offer a once-off and a retainer package. So, for example, me and Johannes just uh, closed the client last month, and we charged him three thousand dollars for a website and a thousand dollars monthly retainer in terms of profit for for management fees. So, what we mean by that is we are offering AdWords, SEO, social media management, writing, website maintenance, things like that. Mm. Yeah, and. 
the nice way, as, as I go back into my mind and when we structured that whole deal with him, it was quite interesting because we could have charged him a whole lot more to do his website for him. But we set it up in our negotiation in such a way where we made him realize that this is the only, this is the only thing we're charging for the website, which is a, a reduced fee in a way because of our retainer monthly fee that we would like to acquire from him. So that also builds trust. We're not out there to rip him off and he doesn't want to be ripped off. So we both, we, we, we're building this long-term trust with this client so that he will stay on board and so that we can do his monthly work for him because monthly cash flow and monthly ca cash coming in is way better than just a one-sort fishing in the pond just to catch it one big one. But if you can constantly get fish in, constantly, 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 it's way better. So we then structure it. He enjoyed the fact that we also gave him a slight discount on the retainer for the first two months while we were building and uh, improving on his already existing website and his SEO structures. And then from month three, we then said, all right, buddy, we're going to bump it up to um, to being an extra 25% higher in cost uh, because it justifies the time and the effort and the work that we are putting into that. So yeah, so structure it in a way where you can really relate to your clients, but that you can get that monthly retainer because that's where it's at. So moving on to the more interesting things that we're all hearing about, passive income. We all want to make passive income. We want to sit on our lazy boy and watch TV and just money must flow in <laughs> and we want to retire at the age of five. <laughs> so, so how do we do this passive income thing? Is it even a reality? Is it not? So when it comes to passive income, I see it as this. It's not exactly all passive. There's always going to be slight amount of work that you need to put into it. You need to put a little bit of effort in. But when we talk about passive, we would like to refer to, yeah, you put in a little bit of effort for smaller long-term returns in a sense of you still have to do work, but you can get money for that little bit of work that you've done while you are playing sports or while you're working on your other businesses. So, for example, there are, there are a few ways you can do affiliate marketing. Um, what is affiliate marketing? It is getting commission from a client because you are selling their service or their product on their behalf. You're marketing their product on their behalf. Uh, you could do it uh, by writing blogs. You could do it by having a YouTube channel um, or, or through your various online marketing channels, through your social media. So you could get affiliate commission sales on that, which is great because you don't have to be concerned about um, writing up the invoices or answering the questions for people if they have questions on the product or on the service. All you do is is you write a blog, it ranks high, you've, you've gone into a negotiation with this spe specific person that you're getting X amount, whether it's 10%, 20%, 40% for each uh, confirmed sale through your link and off you go. I mean, that is a great type of income to make, uh, whether you make an extra 100 to a 1000 to $5,000 a month extra just from that would be fantastic. Yes, you've got to put in some work, but it's so worth it. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And also to elaborate on that as well a little, a little bit more, I think this is why it's so important to have a foundational skill set of online marketing because it ties in so nicely with helping your clients to get a retainer income and also, as Joanna said, for affiliate marketing, how can you promote products without knowing how to market a product? And let me also say this ties in well with influencer marketing. And what we mean with that is 
someone might approach you, for example, we've got the Study Web Development Instagram channel uh, account, and we get, you know, regular basis of companies approaching us to promote a product. And most of the time we actually say no, because we aren't interested in making a few hundred dollars here or there. It needs to be a quality product, something that we would recommend, something that we would actually want to use. And that is important because we see a lot of people, when it comes to influencer marketing, sort of stretch themselves thin just to make an extra $100, $200 here and there. And I think that's very important just to mention. Yeah. And one more thing when it comes to affiliate sales and influencers and, and that type of passive income, I think it really needs to be a passion of yours, because if if God, let's say gardening is a passion of yours, the, the vegetable gardening and growing it and and the different compost and the this and the, that that you that you have to do, let's say that is that is a passion, then it will flow naturally. It won't feel like work anymore. But you will then write articles on it. You will then write uh, blogs on it, which comes naturally to you because you would like to learn more. And then you're sharing that knowledge. You maybe even have your own vegetable garden in your in your room for argument's sake you might even have a hydroponics setup that you've that you've discovered and that you enjoy so if you write something in line with your passions with your with your hopes and dreams in the future then it's so easy because it's enjoyable for you and now you're getting money for it as well so as the following um, of uh, as your following increases because you're giving great content on it, so will the, the the actual people that would like to market their products through you. So let's say it is for gardening, there might be people selling compost, and they would like to have an ad on your site, or have an ad mm-hmm. on your blogs, or have have an ad on your YouTube video. And for you, it's so easy because it's like, yeah, man, I love doing this. Um, others might love painting, you know, or, or crafts. Um, maybe you like to do mosaics. So now you're just talking about all the different styles of mosaic and, and, and you're actually talking about how you can get different designs and, and the colors and the depth of it. And you can then become, even uh, after you've, you've done affiliate sales for then the products for mosaic and, and becoming an influencer, you can then even start teaching on it. Because that's another great way of passive income. And that's our, one of our, that's our second last point, teaching. So now once you've got all this knowledge built up over the years, all this experience, you can then start creating a YouTube channel, a teaching YouTube courses, um, video courses, uh, in your blogs, you could structure it in such a way where where people will start paying you for your services, for your teaching, um, because it is such value in it, and there's so much experience that you can share with them. Mm. And that's exactly actually also what we do. I mean, ultimately, we are speaking from experience. What has helped for us? And we've got a different way of teaching. There are so many people teaching freelancing out there, but our approach is just a little bit different. And some people appreciate it, some people don't. So you can ultimately create your own online courses, digital products in whatever niche you find yourself in. If you find yourself in web development, teach about it, talk about it, try and help others about it. If you find yourself in gardening or knitting or whatever niche it is, just talk about it and create your own products. You'll be surprised at how many people are just hungry to learn more. And speaking about digital products, that leads us on to products. 
Yes, and this is the last, but certainly not the least topic we would like to discuss, because this is something we've also recently just endeavoured on. Uh, it's been a few months in the making where we did research on what type of products we'd like to do, but this is another form that you, as a web developer, with the skill set that you have building websites, doing online marketing, should really consider. Consider selling products online. Create a brand or sell other people's products. Get an e-commerce store up and running because this reduces your capital outflow of getting started because you now have the skills. Do you know how many people are out there that have got all these great ideas of selling products but they don't have the money to get their online store and their online marketing up and running because they don't have know-how. They don't have this wonderful golden asset that you have, this experience that you have. So take advantage of that. Again, within the lines of what you're passionate about or within the lines that you see there's a gap in the market. Let's say it is things like um, toy cars. Maybe there's not enough toy cars anymore for the kiddies, you know, like, and you want to, you want to bring in toy cars and sell toy cars or wooden toy cars, the, the, the more exclusive ones, you know, this one lady, um, she actually started selling envelopes because there was a gap in the market for envelopes. All the envelopes that one would buy was so basic and plain and just white or brown or, you know, or pink. And she decided, no, let's be funky. Let's create envelopes that could be a, a selling point which, which could look way better than the normal ones. So the sky is the limit when it comes to online marketing. And, and, and online marketing your products. Yes, people know and talk about drop shipping where you can then get your products into Amazon's warehouse and storehouses and they do all the sales for you. That's another way of doing it. Um, but then it's, it's just, it's riding on their back. Sometimes you might need a big, a lot of capital for that as well, especially now with the laws, uh, the the importing taxes and things that has been heightened and the new policies out there for that. Just, just, just keep that in mind and have a look at the, the financing and have a look at the numbers to see if it's profitable. But this is definitely an avenue you should consider. It is massive out there. More and more people are buying online. And as the older generations um, move along and the newer generations, the younger generations are starting to rise up and become um, more... Uh, well, well, the younger generation started earning more money, they're going to start buying online even more. And that's where you want to have your foot in that market of having an online store and servicing those people that would like the products that you sell. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's it, guys. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. The whole point of it was we want to stress to you to diversify your income. It is so important because you cannot rely on one income. Let's say you're sick for a month or something happens. You need to create more income streams so that ultimately you can work a little bit less, have more freedom and have more money to help others and to provide and have fun. Thanks for joining us in this episode. Be sure to like and share. And we look forward to you tuning in next time for some great nuggets without the fluff.